Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Gamers Without Borders podcast. We are a gaming podcast that talks about video game news, tech, and anything else that really we fancy talking about. Today, you have myself, Brad, and my lovely assistant, Hello, Rena, and my other companion from across the pond. Well, well, hello, everyone. I'm Nick, as always. Why have why have we both been me and Rena been downgraded? Downgraded? What do you mean? Yeah, we should all be co-hosts, and now we're assistants and companions. <laughs> you know, oh, you cut I, that, did I, you? Someone's I trying to take that. control. <laughs> oh shoot! Didn't mean for that to come out. I don't uh, know why I'm did. an assistant. <laughs> yeah. I do all of the work here. Exactly. Anyways. She, she she does. Like, if I ever. Usually I'm like, hey Brad, can you do this? And he never does it, and just Rena has to do it. I just do everything. Yeah. Okay, now that are you done spilling poison about me on the internet? <laughs> yes, Slanderous yes. filth. Yeah, we're done. Yes. All right. <laughs> Nick, it's what the is... first it's the first time I'm not ganging up on Nick, so no, I don't like it. Yeah, it, it feels Nick, nice. let's, I'm gonna change the subject. <laughs> what have you been up to this week, Nick? Okay. I'll start with my gaming related stuff first. Um like I said last week, I'm sort of trying desperately to kill time before uh, no Man's Sky comes out. So after I ch- chatted with John about Uncharted 4, I decided to do a second run through of Uncharted 4. And um, I was actually told by John that when you finish the game the first time round, it unlocks loads of gameplay modifiers that you can get. And they're really cool. There's like there's one that turns the audio all 8 bit, uh, there's like a slow motion one, a no gravity one. And my personal favourite, and the one I'm using at the moment, is a bullet time mod. So the entire game runs at normal speed, but then as soon as you hold down the aim button, everything goes bullet bullet time, and it just looks really awesome. It sounds so childish, but it just looks it looks cool. No, that sounds like a ton of fun, actually. Yeah. And it and it strangely makes like every single shot feel like it has a load of weight because it's traveling really slowly. And um, uh, yeah. I guess yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also, I was a bit I was just a bit bored, so I decided to upload a short uh, just cause review of just cause three onto my site because um I know not everyone always enjoys reading my like fifteen hundred word two thousand word reviews normally, so I thought, well, um, I'll write something a little bit shorter and to give you just sort of a general summary of how I feel it's it's an enjoyable game um it's a lot of fun. It's a nice thing to kill a few hours into. I, um, I'm happy I played it, but I still think that's let down by a lack of polish in a lot of areas. But the biggest news that of the week makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I'll, like, I don't want to spoil it too much, but the sort of the gist of my review is it's it's an improvement over Just Cause Two, but it's not quite the game I sort of hoped it would be and where I hoped that series would go like it's it's still fun I'm not saying don't buy it but and I hate I hate saying this because I always think it sounds horrible but that's that's a game that I wouldn't have paid £40 for like I wouldn't have paid full price because I don't think there's that's, quite enough I mean, that's, there's that's quite fair. enough there but it is one of those games that if you see it cheap in a shop somewhere I'd certainly re- recommend picking it up right on I think uh, you actually then, I said the same thing um, about you asked me about Watch Dogs today and I was like don't yeah. Don't buy it right now if it's full price. Like, it's been yeah. out long enough. You can wait. It, it should be on sale before you buy it. Just because when it yeah. came out, I paid full price for it. But I think it's one of those games that you get a better deal and you will enjoy it more if you pay yeah. less for it. You know. He just gets yeah, so just excited. Cr- He's like, "Oh, this just came out. I have to have it, yeah. whether or not I'm actually yeah. going to play it or not." Yeah, to clarify for the listeners, I was trying to find, because um, it's my birthday in a couple of weeks, I was trying to see if there's any new games I wanted, and because I was looking forward to Watch Dogs 2, I was toying with the idea of should I get Watch Dogs 1 to sort of prepare myself, and I chucked uh, Brad a message being like, do you think I should get Watch Dogs 1? And yeah, that's, that's hey, what he felt. by the way, if you're looking for games, the Steam Summer Sale is going on, if you didn't know. Yes, and I also read there's a PSN sale as well. Oh, it's all kinds of summer sale goodness yeah, because all the all the children are out of school and begging their parents for money to buy new video games. Yeah, I technically fall into that gap of children, which is unfair. Why? Because well, I'm well from a legal perspective, I'm not a child. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, you're an adult legally. Yeah, but no. Speaking of being an adult, I won't rest on this too long because it's not what this podcast is about. But I got to vote for the first ever time this week. And you voted in the Brexit issue. I did. I voted on the uh, on Euro- on Britain's membership to the EU. 
I was not on. I was not on the winning side, sadly. Sadly. Yeah. So what, is, what does that mean for you that that Britain is um, not going to be fine. a part? I'll give people a very brief rundown. This is very interesting. Basically, uh, in about this isn't this isn't like American independence style, like leaving the European Union. It's like it's a bit. It's a lot more complicated. In the next sort of three months or so, we're going to have a different prime minister, and then they're going to trigger um, Article Fifty of the sort of EU legislation, which is starts the negotiation to leave, and there's a time limit of that of two years. So basically, we won't be properly out out of the European Union until about the end of 2018. And even then, there's other agreements that might take years and years, like trading just to sort out. I just don't get what it means. It just means we we will no longer be part of the collective collective group that is the European Union. We have decided... You're leaving the cool kids club? Well, that, that's part of the <laughs> No, no, genuinely, that is, but that's, like, is it really as good as some people think it is? Is it as bad as some people think it is? And, yeah. You can give us a lesson later. Yeah. Yeah, I will definitely, I'm happy to do that, but I feel this this podcast is not the place to do it. If anyone wants to find out more, tweet me, and I will happily give you a slightly biased perspective on yep. things, because I do favor one side. But anyway, Brad, Because you're a you history nerd. I have been up to... No, 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 it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's, it has to... <laughs> It has to do with what I've learned and what I feel are good points and bad. So, yeah, anyway, thanks for that, Nick. Um, Anytime. This week, I went up to a bit of stuff. I went and hung out with the army for a little bit in the field, uh, doing some training stuff. That was not exciting, but, you know, it's part of the job, so I did that. Um, While I was down there, I had a bit of free time because while they're not actively running training missions, I'm just kind of, like, sitting in my truck trying not to bake in the sun because it was like 100 degrees this week um yeah it was not comfortable so i was asked for a friend who i do some consulting for to look up some like research on the different topics for his, his business like stuff to help him out so i learned a lot about like how to gather feedback for companies and what sort of questions you should ask and why it's so important and i looked up a lot of um like financial questions you should be asking to start a business and so that was kind of cool it's helping me to like round out my consulting experiences and stuff so that's neat yeah i also found a um th- this website posted on reddit uh they're like hey i made a beta app for people to just like find games and play with each other like no more searching random forums for specific games you just come to our website search the game make a post and join whoever else is playing it's called party up gaming and it's pretty cool so you guys should check it out. I actually, yeah. they were expecting like 20 to 30 people and now they have like thousands of people asking them, like giving them well, feedback and stuff. So yeah. We'll definitely put a link to that in the uh, description. Yeah, for sure. It's It actually looks really cool and it's neat because I don't know of any other websites where like you go to one place and you're like, hey, I'm playing this game. Yes. Here's my gamer tag. It's always like you have to go to specific platforms or websites, things yeah. like that. Which, yeah, which is part of the problem and sort of is, is a limit on the sort of yeah. getting a proper gaming community um i've been doing a bit of studying for uh python and programming as usual and then uh watched a lot of silicon valley with rena a lot of silicon valley dude that show is so funny i love it it's on hbo um okay. yeah and then i also started watching game of thrones i started from yeah. season one episode one yeah i need to get back in with that i'm a season a bit behind i enjoy it and i've I hate to be the, I hate to be the people that say this, but I have read the books as well. But I've just kind of I've just fallen out with it a bit, and I need to get back into it at some point. Yeah. yeah so I haven't played enough video games this week, really. I played a little bit last yeah. night, uh, Seven Days to Die, with my friend Michael. But yeah. I just it hurts to sit in my computer chair because my my back's all messed uh, up. Back's still playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's gonna take I got, about I nine weeks. I gotta say, to whenever you say that, I'm picturing you behaving like House, the. Uh, from the TV show house, <laughs> just hobbling around your house. Oh, that's funny. No, but it's a little bit more like he is an old dog that has hip issues. <laughs> okay. And like you that's see, exactly you what see him like. like wobbling around, and then he just like collapses on the floor, and <laughs> he stays there for the rest of the night. Yeah, but the awkward thing about that is, um, most of the time when you have an old dog, you have to send it to the farm, so to speak. Well, that's fine. He's got lots of life insurance, so I'm good. Seriously, Rena, Rena, <laughs> Rena jokes about like framing 
my murder from somebody because if I die, she gets six hundred fifty thousand dollars. So is that I mean, something I'm... you want to publicly admit? <laughs> I'm good to go. It's fine. Hey, you know what? It's all good. If anyone tries to murder me, then good luck trying. You brought this on yourself. The challenge is put out there. Bring uh, it on. And also, in, if that does happen, and that would mean we'd be looking, I'd be looking for a new co-host. So please email me. You would also be a suspect now that I've implicated you and shared this information. I'm like with six. You, so. I'm like five thousand miles away. That doesn't matter. That I'm. Matter. I'm gonna write before before the end of today. I'm gonna write a note and say, if I am found murdered, first suspect is Nick Jenkins. Number one. Yeah. Don't have there to take you go, me Got you covered. Thanks. Yep. I've watched enough Law and Order. I can argue my way out of it. <laughs> So, what have you been up to, Rena? Uh, let's see. I had a couple of orders this week for some cake and cupcakes. Brad called them muffins. Cupcakes are not muffins. Ooh, let's no, just, they don't. Let's just get that correct. Yeah, isn't um, it that muffins don't normally have like icing on them, whereas cupcakes exactly. do? Exactly. So, so, hold on. If you put icing on a muffin, does it make it a cupcake? Yes. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And I would, okay. I would argue that muffins have that particular shape to them, whereas cupcakes thought, are normally a bit more flat. I always thought muffins were baked a different way or, like, were different flavors. Like, I mean, like, there's, no. they're different batters and everything like that, and yeah, technically they're different flavors, and people consider muffins, like, so hold, a hold, breakfast hold on, hold on, hold on. thing, but, like, they're yeah. full with They're the same sh- thing, but sugar. they're different batters. Yes. But they're the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah, like cake and ice cream cake. Same yeah, thing. They're both cakes, but yeah. they're different. Ba- All right, sure. that's fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what so else? What else I did that, and that was cool. Um, I've also been working a little bit this week as a nanny for a three-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a thirteen-year-old. Which you know, it's not bad. Um, when the three-year-old gets bored, we go outside, and I. I play fetch with him. No, just describe how you started <laughs> playing fetch with him. I was like, hey, you want to go outside? And yeah, yeah. So we go outside, and truthfully, I just didn't feel like um, running oh. around. So <laughs> I was like, all right, so I've got this ball. I'm going to throw it, and then you're going to go run as fast as you can, and you're going to get the ball, and then you're going to throw it back, and then you're going to run back as fast as you possibly can. And it worked out really well. He ended up taking a two-hour nap in the You're afternoon. Playing fetch so... with a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ch- oh, children are like geez. animals. I was going to say, what I'm finding most funny about this is that you're using the word fetch, which I always associate with dogs. Or as I exactly. Say, yeah. No, she was literally it, playing. If, if you're playing it with people, you're playing catch. If you're playing it no, with dogs, no, you're playing No, fetch. they weren't playing like toss back. It was Rena throws the ball and he runs and gets it. And brings it back. Oh, that's, it back. That's like that's like, <laughs> child, that's like child labor. That's really unfair. Um, he loved it. Yeah. So I, I think that. we need to get his opinion on this. Next week we're going to have him on the podcast. <laughs> guest guest star three year old. Well, he loves me, yeah. so you wouldn't even you wouldn't he wouldn't say anything bad. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. and, and then, then he'd, let... he'd hear my voice and he'd just be like, "Oh my god, he sounds so amazing." Oh my god. Oh my god, I hate him. <laughs> that was terrible. That was mean. What else is going on this um, week? And then, so I finally finished all of my like work material for my personal training. So now I'm just like working on studying for the actual final. So I'm taking a practice, practice exam last night. And one of the questions was a picture of an exercise. It was like, what is this? exercise that's being shown it had a b c and d obviously it was b like everything else were like different muscle groups and entirely different exercises i'm going back checking all my answers and that one was wrong instead of the right answer it chose something completely different so your answer key was so my answer key was wrong (laughs) multiple times mind you Every single answer that I got wrong in my last section was due to answer key error. And so I raged a little bit. Dude, I was sitting there on the floor and she was like, this 
is freaking bullshit and yada yada and just like kept going and I was like oh you know what you know what you should have done Brad to solve that situation it's just gone put on headphones no he- no it's hey Rena I'm gonna throw this ball and I want you to run as fast as you can <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna burn some some energy off here for jokes a on you I hate running sure. um at least you can and then well sometimes and then oh yeah our AC broke last Saturday. Yeah, we didn't have air conditioning. And we didn't have air conditioning until Thursday, and it sucked. It was like 100 degrees all Outside, week. Outside, and so it was like 85 in the house all week long. It's terrible. So yeah. hot. Uh, yeah, I do want to clarify that Americans use Fahrenheit and not Celsius, so yeah. Oh yeah, 85 degrees Celsius is really hot. Which is about 30, <laughs> like 35 Celsius-ish. Yeah. Around, around that. It's Water a, it's, boils it's at a hundred. It's, it's something I always forget, and you and you like you often hear people saying, "Oh, it's a hundred degrees," and I'm like, "What?" And then yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's like that's like forty something. Well, <laughs> it was really hot. Well, I hope you got better. It it did. Actually, yeah, we we got it fixed. After, it's all after good. After a now. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. We got it's it quite sunny. It's quite sunny over on this side of the pond. Not that it's hot, but it's good. Yeah. So I think we're gonna. A weather report. <laughs> I think we're gonna move on to news. Yes. For this week, a lot of um, yeah. So one of the things I found interesting, and I want to get you guys' opinions. There is a poll taken, and it says seventy-four percent of people would rather cancel Netflix than watch ads on Netflix. Mm. What are your thoughts? So it would be kind of like Hulu, Dude, but Hulu, better I than Hulu because Hulu is just fucking terrible. Because they have ads. It's not even because they have ads. It's because they take episodes in the middle of a season off. That's true. They do do that. For absolutely no reason. Yeah. So do you have Netflix, right, Nick? <sighs> um, well, basically, yes. Someone I know has Netflix, and they yeah, very so... politely allow me to borrow it. Yeah, so you watch Netflix? Yes, I do. How would you feel if they were like, hey, we're going to just put ads in now? Okay, well... I think I'd be uh, fine it's, with it. It's, I would cancel it's, the it's, shit out of Netflix. Wait, can, wait, you, wait let, let me just go back to this. I, I'm really glad you bring this up because I've got a bit of a funny position on it. I watch, um, because of the nature of how some of my television works, when I'm away from home, I watch a lot of on-demand stuff. So like yeah. BBC iPlayer and things like that. And they have... Uh, uh, fine, BBC iPlayer doesn't, but the other ones do have ads. And I don't have a problem too much with them having ads because I understand why they do it. But the thing that really gets me is um, when they basically just have like the same two ads on rotation. So if you happen, to, I watch, agree. So if you happen to watch like four episodes or something in the, in a row, you see like <laughs> the same unskippable ad like fifteen times, and that annoys me more. Like I would have no problem seeing Here's... ads provided they had like a hundred different ads in circulation, so you didn't see the same one very often, and it felt like you were actually watching telly. Here's my point. Here's my point. Netflix is awesome because they provided a lot of content to you basically for a very low price uh, per month, way cheaper than cable or anything, without without ads. So now I'm paying for a service so I can watch TV without ads, and they're just going to add ads in. But that's not the only reason why we have to, Netflix. To, to make more money. The reason I like Netflix more than Hulu is because there's no ads. Also because there's more... Because there's shows, no there's more yeah. seasons of shows. Okay, so you're, so we're already paying for for Netflix for a service. So we're already getting a product, and it's, now they're just gonna be like, "Hey, by the way, you're actually going to be paying this amount, but you're gonna be getting less product for the well, same price." Are we getting less no, product? Well, no, not yes. necessarily less product. Why? It's because just... they're look. If let's say you have an hour to watch TV, you spend an hour watching shows without commercials. Every hour, on average, has what like six to eight minutes of ads in it. You're getting less content per hour for the same price. <laughs> in a very, in a very, but in a very basic manner, yes. But see what I'm saying? Res- it's horseshit. Like, don't they don't need my ads? My response to that is just kind of grow up and accept it. No, that's the. Like, oh as, my as, god! Look as, look, as you often say, things like this are just a business. Businesses exist to make money. This is a mechanism to. I agree to with make you. More money. And They've made. Given they that have Netflix success. Has shifted to making more original content. This would probably mean um, more and more and better quality original content from Netflix. If if that means I get another season of House of Cards, then I'm happy. I will cancel my Netflix if That's they introduce ads. One hundred percent a lie. No, it's not. You're not the only I one don't. that watches Netflix. 
Well, then you can pay for Netflix. I will not. We have the same bank account. I just want everyone <laughs> to know that. Again, that's personal information I wouldn't necessarily publicly... Uh... I mean, they can't really do anything with that. Unless we gave Let's like, our account numbers. Let's move something you regret. So, anyways... Uh, just dumb. They're stupid. Breathe, anyways, breathe, next. Breathe, next, breathe. Arena. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> so, on a happier note, Brad wanted me to discuss the whole... Uh, New Harry Potter and the Cursed Child that's coming yeah. out, which I'm I didn't. Just, I didn't know it was coming out until like yesterday. It's, yeah, this is quite old news. <laughs> well, don't yeah, don't don't Brad it or don't Grace and Michael have tickets to the play? Yes, which is there's a book though. Yeah, but basically, it's the basically, it's play. not a proper book. I believe it's just a novelization of the play. Oh, yeah, like there's it's it's not it's not anything that's like new at all since 2013 um i get it yeah it's just the screenplay being written out so is it before or after yeah. the movies it's and after it's 19 oh, years after oh uh, yeah interesting so yeah well that's what brad wants I wish to know them, about i wish them the best of luck I possibly think, uh, funnily enough, I I like those films a lot, and I never got around to reading the books. It's on my list, but read them. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> no way, I've tried to read them too. Uh, I like listening to them in audiobook. I just couldn't do it. But I'm going to move on to other news. Yes. So Nick and or Rina, do you guys know anything about Dark Matter? Like what it is? Rumors uh, of it. Well, isn't it normally like we don't have a way of detecting it? And we basically, we only know it exists because it's clear that there's something that isn't there when there should be something there. Pretty much, yeah. So that that sums it up pretty nicely, actually. So there's an article that people are saying with the new gravitational wave detection things they have, like LIGO and stuff. People are like, did we find dark matter? Because they're getting readings that they can't really explain. So I asked my friend, uh, Michael, who is getting his... He's working on a PhD in physics right now, and he works on the gravitational wave thing, LIGO. Um, so I said, okay. did we find dark matter? And he says, you mean with the gravitational waves or DEMA slash Libra? The black holes detected by LIGO could be dark matter if they were created in the early universe instead of collapsed stars. The only way to tell is to measure more events of similar, about 30 solar mass black holes, and see how the rates compare with the two models. Um, DEMA Libra has seen a signal they claim is dark matter, but other experiments have excluded the measurement, so either they're measuring something that's not dark matter, or something their experiment is sensitive to when other similar experiments aren't. Also, dark matter could be multiple things, so we could end up finding part of it, then still hunting for the other parts of it. And I was like, okay, so we didn't actually find shit. Like, (laughs) we just think we might have found something interesting out there? Yeah, but you'll see, I think that's quite a common theme with major scientific discoveries, that it's often a case of like, we think we found something, but at the moment we don't have the technology to know if we actually have found anything. True. I just thought it was a neat thing. I'm excited to yeah, see no, what it's, happens it's, in the. Yeah, in... it's one of those things that has been perplexing scientists for a number of years. True, and that kind of goes along with uh, another news article I had found where, like, somebody has basically synthesized NASA synthesized what soil would be like on Mars, and they've started growing plants in it. Okay. You know, so like. Uh, they, I forget what the plants are, but the the article we'll link to says there's Dutch crops that are grown yeah. in Mars soil. And I was like, that's that's cool. So I guess like the Martian is a thing. You can actually grow plants on Mars if you have the right. Sign me up to the first trip to Mars. Are you no, for real? Thank you. Yeah, it's fine. You would just go to Mars, just leave everyone yeah, behind. Trip. Yeah, you're never coming yeah. back. I know, I know. But we get to be on Mars. <laughs> Think of all the records, first person. What would on you Mars. do on Mars? There's first no internet on Mars. Down on Mars, It'd be great. There's there's no internet on Mars. <laughs> oh, get stop being so <laughs> technologically focused. Appreciate a wonder of the universe. Ah, oh, jeez. Appreciate you what, you, what you what hey. you see every every day when you got up. Since you're waiting, you see red dirt. Yeah, <laughs> and the Seriously. infinite majesty of the universe. You can look out... Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, so since you were excited for No Man's Sky, there's an update. Yeah. Did you read that well, article you, I posted? You, you say an update. I read it, and it's a blog post basically just saying, we're still working on the game. Like okay. I know. <laughs> that was Someone yeah. posted it as an article. It says, there's an update on No Man's Sky. And it actually says, update on yeah. No Man's Sky on the website. But it's really him like saying, hey, we've received some hate for pushing the game back. We've also received a little That's bit of encouragement. Yeah. yeah. We received a little bit of encouragement, so thanks for that. 
This is really difficult. Yeah. It's going to be out on in August. So well, yeah, what I what I want to know is that because the blog post reads, it's now August. Uh, talking about release dates, it's now August ninth in North America and August ten in Europe. When will it release in the United Kingdom? Because does <laughs> yeah. that count as Europe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you're right. is, see, that is the big question that no one thought to ask during the campaign: is when will we get No Man's Sky? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I cannot believe no one brought it up. That is. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, that's good. I'm still very, very excited for that game. I, there's like, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm slightly concerned. Like, I'm picturing it in my head and what I want it to be, and I know it like for a number of reasons. It's probably not going to be exactly that, but well, I'm doing my best to not get hyped or picture it in my head, but I am excited for it. Sadly, we're going to be on vacation when it releases. Okay. So he says sadly, but he's more excited about going on vacation than living. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, whereas I will I will actually do the rare thing, and I think I'm going to get that at launch. Ooh, taking a risk. Shall out. Yep. I think, yeah, it's, I, think risk, but... I, I think it's worth the risk. So I'm going to pose yeah. a question to you, too, kind of off topic. How do you feel yeah. about uh, exclusive deals, like when something says, we're only going to be able to be played on this platform, and that's it? Things like that. Well, I, I can't be impartial. I, I struggle to be impartial in this debate because one of the first times I saw that come out in recent years was finding out that Rise of the Tomb Raider is a temporary Xbox One exclusive and given how much mm. I loved the first game, like I, it, it always angers me so much that I've had to wait I'm going to have to wait until basically this Christmas um, to get to play it, but yeah it does kind of annoy me, like I have no prob. yeah I, I understand sometimes specific console exclusives when it's clear that a studio has worked with a particular manufacturer but when people temporary exclusivity i don't agree with do you have any thoughts rena well eh? <laughs> like i <laughs> so i obviously understand that it like, is what, just what if a marketing could... scheme to make more money yes so and... what if you could only watch certain tv shows with certain tvs like, you had to buy a specific TV to watch a certain TV show. I wouldn't ever watch TV. <laughs> it's because I'm cheap. I wouldn't, like, I would be like, oh, that's cool, but I'm not going to go out and buy another console for this single game. I agree with you. So, here's the thing. Super Hot has an exclusive deal with Oculus Rift, and people are pissed. So, there's all kinds of rage, and their Steam reviews are going down and stuff like that because... Uh, Super Hot has come out for the Oculus Rift and only the Oculus Rift, so it doesn't work on the Vive or anything else. And it's kind of like someone posted a comment on Steam was like, "This is the same thing as if you purchased a game, but the game only ran on certain monitors." And I was like, "That's actually yeah. that's a good point." So speaking of um, <clears throat> VR compatibility, because I knew I knew it was in the news a couple of weeks ago that someone had managed to find a way to play Oculus games on a HTC Vive. And I know that was then patched, and both Oculus and HTC came out and said, we don't agree with this. But I think they've got round it again or something. I'm sure there's ways to do it. And what needs to happen is it's not a platform for games. Like the Oculus Rift and the Vive are not like an Xbox or a PlayStation. They're a new medium to view things. So it's like a new model of a monitor kind of thing. So yes. that's how I see it, and I don't think there should be exclusives for either one. Mm. Espe- especially in this early stage. Yeah, exactly. Like, You're I fragmenting think, the market already yeah, I think to like an already five, like five years down the line, when yeah. they basically beca- if if those two companies became the equivalent of Xbox and PlayStation, then I would understand. But now, when the market is barely like is still growing and there's barely any content, now is not the time. Yeah, there's actually like 107 games or something like that on sale on Steam that are in VR, but all of them, almost all of them are in like early access and stuff like that. I was going to say, yeah, and they're barely going to function. Yeah. But anyways, so that's that. Super Hot exclusive backfired terribly. Yes, um, it did. I saw another interesting article. Um, the control scheme where you have your fingers on WASD, WASD. Um, that wasn't always the standard. So like... Okay. When you're playing FPSs modern days, you're now on using W, A, S, and D to move forward, back, or yep. left, and right, and then you have space to jump, stuff like that. Well, some people are playing with like A, S, Z, X, or Z, X, C, yeah. V, 
or even yeah, with was... the the keypad like the numpad before like before yeah. WASD was a thing I played with the number pad yeah. or not the number pad the, the Sorry, keypad the key... no the, the, the arrow keys the yeah. arrow keys yeah it just makes sense yeah. so it was like this is how people they'd have their left hand on the arrow keys with their right hand on like the space bar and like the other buttons to push for yeah. shooting and things like that no I didn't do that like <clears throat> well when Doom was a tournament <laughs> and like the first Quake was in tournament and stuff like that they would yeah. It wasn't common to have a mouse to look left and right. You would have your move forward and left and turn left and right with yeah. arrow keys. Why wouldn't you use your right hand because that? You were using both hands on the keyboard is what it was. Yes. You and just had your yeah, hands right. crossed a over each other. A mouse only really became necessary just when because it was possible to look up and down, which you couldn't actually do for the well, longest time. The thing is, is uh, um, well, according to the article, one of the popular uh quake players was using wasd and the mouse because his brother was doing it and was beating him with it so he started using it and that became kind of like the de facto or the unofficial standard because he was able to just smoke competitions using a mouse and the wsd wasd uh, yeah combination Wasted. did you call it wasd what no i i call it anything oh, i just call it, i just call it wasd i just com- compress it into one like a was word was yeah like web yeah. yep or query oh, of course yes <laughs> uh yeah web. La- I, our last bit of news i just wanted to bring up because i'm a fan and it links into what our uh, main topic of discussion for this week will be but a new professor layton game has been announced but interestingly enough professor layton won't be the star of this game uh, I don't know level... what Professor Layton is, Nick. I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. The oh, okay. Maker's Level 5, they haven't said much about the game. But um, but yeah, they've just said that Layton won't star as the main character. This is a slightly strange decision because they made uh, the six main games in the series. Uh, they also made that strange Layton 7 spin-off mm-hmm. mobile game and everyone kind of thought the series was done and that was it. Uh, but now they've come out and said this. I, I've been. I was. I'm a fan of the series. I played the first two games. I didn't quite have the right sort of brain for it. The puzzle, the puzzles, always kind of got to me. But to explain to anyone else and to Brad who doesn't know, Professor Layton was a sort of. It was a puzzle game. It was a sort of ad- adventure puzzle game thing. That kind of. That it was. It was. Yeah. It was known for sort of a very distinct, uh, visual style. Has sort of a cartoony, almost picture book look to it. And yeah, known mainly for having some really interesting puzzles in it, uh, and for kind of silly, outlandish plots. I certainly recommend picking it up. It is one of those things that, like, yeah, I think some people, just the way their brain works, they can get get the puzzles really easily, and it's not a problem for them. Whereas, for, whereas for some other people like myself, it takes a bit of time to get your brain to sort of work in that way. Professor Layton, huh? Yes. All right. I'll uh, yeah. I'll check it out if it's yeah. on mobile. Uh, no, they are <laughs> DS and 3DS games. Interesting. Yes, which it's actually kind of also s- links into our later topic. But yeah. I don't know if you well, want to do that first. Or yeah, well, well before before we get there, because that's a good... Well, just hold that thought, you know, yep. why it's only available on, on handheld as opposed to like your mobile phone. So we have given Rena a uh, design segment for Rena's yes. Delicious Designs before the show so that she had time to think about it. Yeah. Um, I pitched the idea to Nick, and he immediately came back with an EU European Union dating sim. Yeah. On on, and I was like, "What?" And he says, uh, "What? What do you want to call it?" I want to call it "Don't Go Brexit My Heart." Don't go like, Brexit don't go breaking my, heart. my Heart. But uh, so I was, yeah. so I was like, "That's that's actually a really good one." But I told him that we should also make it uh, a mobile game, and it has yep. to have in-app purchases because I can't think of any reason a dating simulator would need in-app yeah. purchases well luckily i'm here because i can <laughs> you've you've figured it out you've okay. broken the code i've broken the code so all right do you are you ready to present yeah don't go brexit my heart i'm here actually okay. do you have a different I name for it so much no okay i don't all right so you open up your phone and you click on don't go brexit my heart mm-hmm. and it opens up and let's pretend this is your first time Okay. okay. Wait, with the game? With the game. Oh, okay. Well, eh, <laughs> it might be your first time. Um, and so you have to create your avatar. And, I mean, truthfully, it doesn't matter what you look like. You can have 
all sorts of different skin tones, hair color, hairstyles. Maybe like an otherworldly creature. Sure. Okay, cool. If you think that's going to attract the ladies, Some, which I, you, you know, may or may not be into, you can also attract the males. I don't true. know. That's a good point. Okay. See, she says males too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else would I say? Uh, well, earlier Nick and I were having a conversation. I said something about uh, her being a female. And he's like, that's very clinical of you to call her. Why, why isn't she just a woman? I was like, she's a female. The f- males are <laughs> females. Yeah, it's not it, woman and girl or boy and man. It, no, it's woman I just, and I, 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 male I and female. It, 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 depend, it depends on context. You're a male. I wouldn't say I've gone on a would date with a female. Would you disagree? Would you call yourself I, a boy? I, no, would I wouldn't you disagree? say I've gone on a date with a female. That just sounds weird. <laughs> I would. I, yeah. <laughs> I've gone, gone on a date with a girl or gone on a date with a woman. You've gone on a date with a female. No, right. that sounds really weird. <laughs> Anyways, you choose so, which uh, otherworldly gender. Yeah, you also get to choose your gender, of course. Whatever floats your boat. So, here's where we get some purchases going in. Okay. From you creating your avatar, it comes up with a map of Europe. Mm-hmm. And there are, like, we're going to call them hubs. Hubs. Yes. For the like, the different cities. So, you know, London, Paris, whatever else is in Europe. Um, oh, good God. And... <laughs> not, not helping the stereotypes that uh, Americans probably think outside of America. So, you click on which city you want to go to, and this is where you have to pay a little bit of money. You have to pay for the amount of people that you can talk to, because there's going to be other people also in your city. So, like, you could purchase... So, I pay for access to London, basically. Well, you purchase the ability to talk to, say, five other people... Or ten other people. That's it. Or oh. fifteen other people. Yes, this is so, oh, this is how we're making our money. Okay, hold on. So I, I'm gonna like it for right off the bat. Um, one one suggestion: your character, you can purchase things to make them. Yeah, different clothes. And yeah, stuff. so cosmetic items, but not just cosmetic, yes. but it automatically grants you access like to chains. like to tier one. Yeah, and plus five, plus five yeah. swag. Yeah, plus five swag. So ooh, I like here's that. Here's my here's my thought. Um. Are you being able to pay with, like, or play with other people that have only paid for five, like, the five-person tier? Or is it just five random people regardless? No, like, so, okay, so here's, so you pay, and you're like, all right, I have access to five people. So you're down in there, and you're walking around. And on the, on your phone. Yeah, you're walking around and, like, making your person go whichever which way. And you're seeing people, they're just hanging out in London, and you're like, ooh, that girl has green skin. Maybe she's nice. And so then you go and you talk to her. But that costs one of your person points. That costs one of your person points. Oh, snap. I like it. I like... Mm-hmm. I, maybe it's like... Uh... Yeah, no, because it, no, it's good. Because you think, like, you might run... You might have run out of your set number of people. But you might think, the next one's going to be the one. So you pay a bit more money. It's playing exactly. On people's, it's playing on people's desire for romance and here's, here's, here's Here's my thought. What if... Uh, you paid for a certain amount, like you can you could pay money, like five bucks for five rejection tokens, and every time you get rejected, you lose a token. But what? Because why? then you have to risk. Why? Like, what if this person doesn't like me? I'm gonna lose a token, and you really have to think about it. Yeah, I disagree. I yeah, we're nixing that idea. Oh dang, I had a terrible idea. It's okay. Everyone, not, it happens not, to the best of us. It happens. Ga- to yeah. You. Maybe, maybe so, anyways, I've, I've, I've purchased the you. five. I've I've purchased five people points. Yes. And I've used one to talk to you. Okay. How does how does so, this interaction go? If you and this person have you you they have tend to, have, to like each have, other within a couple of sentences. Do they have to have people points to respond to me? No. Okay. If you're approached by someone, it doesn't use use your people points. Okay. So. People points? (laughs) For PP. Um, So, if you guys think that you would like to talk more out of, like, five sentences, let's say, maybe, maybe we'll give them a little bit more, you can purchase to go on a date with this person. Oh, that's a date point. Well, yeah. So I can pay to talk to people, and I can pay to go on dates with people. Of course. 
if you want to learn, if you want to learn more about these people, you have to, you have to go on dates with <laughs> a them. A virtual date. Yes, virtual date. Okay, raking the money in. Yeah, and we could, we could be millionaires. We are. I one hundred percent agree. Um, and if you guys end up getting married, then you also pay us because I feel like. We should get so, credit. Wait, do they, do they paper date? Locked. <laughs> you basically almost got the equivalent of a mortgage to get a relationship to work. I mean, Man. how much is the marriage point? Yeah. Like 20 bucks? Sure. Okay, okay. So if you have oh, no, a marriage no, just, point... No, if you have, hold on, really he, hurt, we'll make it he, the equivalent of like a, the average cost of a wedding. So like oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking like, like marriage license. Like how much would you pay your pastor... Or somebody to do a wedding, you know, it's not—it's usually not that much. But so here's my thing: if you've bought a marriage point, can you still purchase people points and date points? Well, (laughs) well, that's up to you. If 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 you're one of those people that wants to try try and date, I mean, you're virtually married to this person. Yeah, that's that's up to you. (laughs) All right, I don't—I don't really care. I dig it. It's you're still spending all your money, so (laughs) exactly, I'm still raking it in. Okay. Well, to I think we've all been virtually married once or twice before. Have we, oh, Nick? Um, yeah. Possibly. I sure we possible. have. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> now. Right. So, right. is there any other details you want to share? Um, ooh, if you don't end up liking the person, say when you're at um, dinner or lunch or, you know, whatever your date is, you can pay an additional dollar to dump some iced tea on them. Or hot tea because you can pay for in-game actions you know. to happen to them. So like they're going along, you're having a date, and you're like, you decide you don't like this person, so you can pay like twenty bucks to call a cab to come pick you up and leave the day early. Ooh, or, or fake ooh. phone calls. That's harsh. Or things <laughs> things are going good, and you guys are like walking through the park, and you can pay to like touch their butt. What? What? Jeez, whoa. <laughs> That's too far. Old hands. Baby. It pops up on the screen like so and so has paid fifty cents to touch their touch your butt. Yeah, that, that sounds that like, sounds that like s- could be a very slippery slope when it's yeah. the wrong sort of people. All right, is that fine, virtual, fine, fine. This is not going to be a prostitution game. We'll take it off. No, I, actually, no, I really like that idea. No interaction. If, but, especially if, interaction. if it was cheap, I'd virtually touch butts all day. But you can definitely, <laughs> you can definitely like toss stuff on them. Or now it's it's going to get into the bullying realm. I'm going to pay for high fives. Okay, I'm going to high five yeah. everyone. It's yeah, a nickel per high five. I mean, really, it's Wait. just I just want to make money. Yeah, so basically, any action requires a purchase of some sort. Yeah. So we've basically gone down like the worst of the worst microtransactions. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but it's in the name of love. You never knew who you're gonna meet. Exactly. You meet them virtually. And you like them. You might like them in real life. You could pay a hundred dollars and you could meet the love of your life. So the idea is everyone has their account, and then if you both agree and pay a yep. fee. You have access to each other's personal information, like your real name yep. and a real photo. Okay. Well, ah, well, well, um, maybe not like. Uh, eh. Or they just share details on their date, like, "Hey, you should text my real phone number." Okay. Yeah, but then you discover that they're like a thirty-five. No, 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 no we have to. We have to keep them from sharing that information somehow because we want to. We want to make money we, off of we that. We do want to make the money. If they start encryption. Yeah, if they start talking outside of the game then we don't make any money we shut them down yeah we, rem- we remotely we have to device yeah we have to control access to their information they can't have yeah, it unless they the, pay we, us basically it's going to run through the um uh, what's the os in watchdogs ctos yeah so we can just control the shit out of all your devices yeah i love it i think we have okay. a solid thank you money making yeah atrocity also, abomination yeah. of gaming and I it will also just, it will link into real world events so like oh yeah it posts updates f- on your facebook all the time <laughs> yeah without if, you so yeah, if there's like if there's like a big financial <laughs> crisis in germany you can't go to germany anymore yeah you can't date people in germany Yep. I like it. I love it. So this abomination. I like it. It posts on your Facebook. You know, Brad just and it also posts links like the most clickbait. Wait, why are Nick and I on a date? A virtual date together. Things in the world. Yes. That was really funny. So okay. Anyways, good. Oh, and of course the app costs money too. Oh, of course. It's not. It's not free. Well, no, it is free at first. You get. We get one free people point. 
One free people point? Yeah, to get people to, to, oh, get, them to get them in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, but I mean, you still have to pay for dates and everything. Okay. Yeah, but right. they don't get to choose yeah, who they course. talk to or anything. It's just like, this is how the game works. Now you have to pay to choose who you talk to. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, right. and you have to Spe- pay, you have to pay for the you have to pay for a tutorial as well. <laughs> speaking speaking yeah. of, it's gonna be great. It's worth it. It's worth. It's in the name yes. of love. So, um, go Brexit my heart coming yeah. to <laughs> App Store soon. Yep, two thousand seven. 18, Actually, no, it will 18. come. Yeah, it will come October, uh, 2018, when Britain may or may not have actually properly, properly yeah. left the EU. True. Right. So I, this doesn't really, but kind of ties into our main topic. Nick, did you want to summarize what we're so, supposed to be talking about? Yeah. So basically, this came about because I was sitting talking to Brad, thinking of things we should talk about, and I was looking around my room and I saw my my 3DS, and I was thinking, I haven't used that in months and months and months and they asked me the question of has handheld gaming like died and no one realized it and to clarify for the sake of this discussion <coughs> we are separating handheld gaming and mobile gaming out handheld yep. gaming is anything that involves a specifically made device so a game boy a vita whatever and has and basically we're having the debate of has that died and that has is that something consigned to the history books uh, handheld gaming died for me after the Game Boy Color. Like, I never owned a, uh, what, Game Boy Advanced, or the Advanced yeah. SP, or the DS, yes. or anything like that. Neither did I. I was poor, so we got one gaming console, and it was the Game Boy. Word. That was it. Yeah. So, like, I it just never was a thing that I needed to have with me. I didn't need to take my games on the go, because I was like, why do I want to pay almost as much as a console... For games that have worse graphics and I can't play online with people. Because at the same time as the stuff was coming out, I was playing Xbox Live on Halo 2 and stuff like that. So that was my thought. I never needed to have my games with me all the time. It was always the experience of sitting on the couch next to somebody or anything like that. I I didn't like the idea of being somewhere. And plus, I got carsick if I was trying to read in a car. And so like I couldn't play the game in the car. I, I couldn't play it while walking. Like It just didn't work for me. Yeah, you know th- that that was yeah. me. But also, I don't under like I know there's a market for it. I have a friend TJ who absolutely loves the DS and the latest release and all that stuff because connect yeah. to the internet, you play with people, it like tracks his his steps and like helps him exercise and things like yeah. that. Uh, and it's actually it's really cool. But there's really only one person that does it, and that's Nintendo. And that's like they own the handheld market basically. Well, good for them. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's it, it's it's interesting. This is. I want to get into, and I'll do, I'll talk to this in stages. First of all, Nintendo, yeah, like you say, they effectively have the handheld market to themselves because Sony is technically speaking still in the market, but they have abandoned the Vita basically. Like, there's no first party uh, games of development. But the telling thing about Nintendo is the 3DS is basically at the end of its life cycle. We've heard no announcement of a replacement handheld, and we have. Nintendo seemingly shifting to mobile as well, with them announcing, I believe it was Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem games coming to uh, mobile. So I wonder, is the Nintendo 3DS perhaps the last truly dedicated handheld gaming console we're going to see? I I wouldn't doubt it. Like I believe it because mobile games are taking over, and I feel like there is a market for handheld gaming, but phones are getting to the point where the distinction between capabilities of a handheld and your phone are almost yes. in, indistinguishable from each other. Like, handheld phones are becoming so powerful. Yeah, so. well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you bring that up, because are you aware of the Sony Xperia Play? No. Uh, you might want to Google it. Um, basically, it's a phone that Sony created back in 2011. It's essentially a PSP Go with phone capabilities. It's a... It's a normal looking quite sort of compact phone that uh, you flip out and it's got like essentially a PS4 sort of controller design layout on the bottom and the whole big thing was it could play officially licensed PlayStation games it had links to PSN but the big problem with it was that that really died a death it didn't do very well and I think like I'm not a business insider but I think one of the reasons it failed is it didn't have a market because I know 2011 was only about five years ago but um, mobile gaming back then was not quite what it is now, so I think a lot of people didn't view 
their mobile phone as a platform on which they could game. So then the only other people they could market it to was gamers. But then gamers already had a dedicated handheld device, be it something made by Nintendo or something made by Sony. So it had no market. But like Brad says, phones are now so powerful and so diverse that they are effectively games consoles. Like, I, ha- I double-checked the technical specifications of this Sony Xperia against my uh, current phone, and I know for lots of complicated technical reasons you can't really do direct comparisons, but my phone is about two, three times as powerful as that Xperia phone. So... Yeah, I, I I think I think you hit the the nail right on the head with the point where like it might have been the wrong time and things like that, and we have evolved so much with technology and phones. Here's what I would like to see: I freaking hate touchscreens. I want to be able to push buttons and play games, but with with mobile gaming, it's hard to develop games that require any sort of complex controls. It's always like one button or two button because everything's touchscreen. If there was yeah. a an affordable thing that i could just like attach maybe it's like a, a micro usb plug-in that puts buttons on the side of my screen and i can yeah. have my turn my turn my phone into a controller that yeah. might be something i would look into if there were enough games for that yeah, specific purpose yeah that's the thing like that already exists there are things you can get to do that like things that turn your iphone into like an old like something that looks not like dissimilar to like an old nes controller but yeah, like you say, it's because there's not enough content to justify it. I agree. So, I mean, I don't know. Handheld's pretty much dead for me. It has been for a long time. I don't know why it's still like a thing. I, I, just, well, I don't yeah. get it. It's yeah. I never quite. I think I like, never no no offense to anybody that that no offense to anybody that has handheld. I just I never understood yeah. it for me for my purposes. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I was in a similar vein that I was never quite in the right positions like I often hear people saying like oh if they're going on their commute to their job they'll bring their DS with them and they'll play it whereas I don't get that I don't at the moment have the opportunity which is a bit of a shame and I do I sometimes look at my 3DS and I think I bought you your fantastic console but I don't feel like I'm getting as much out of you as I could and while I haven't sort of been so caught up in like you say sort of like just the handheld gaming genre i'll be i'll be really sad to see it go because i think i well, i think fundamentally it's just nostalgia and i'll be sad to see that uh, for a lot of people perhaps my generation and a generation beforehand when the game boy was new like it was everywhere and handheld gaming was a revolution and i think it's it's telling that in 20 25 years like between that it's essentially disappeared and we're just using our phones Yes, I think we'll see handheld gaming again, but not in the way it was in the past. I think it will be a version of phones or something like that, um, because yeah. they have there's things to like play from your computer, like play like stream to the internet and yes. play your handheld games on the go. But it's like a computer <gasps> game, and so there's there's things out there. Yeah. But um, so that's yeah. that. I want to hear what the users and viewers think. Um, yes. Please tweet us, message us email us yeah. at all the, the usual links you, you we'll, can, um, we'll tell you at the end yeah. but um well yeah you can tweet us at gwb pod on twitter and you can email us at gwb podcast at gmail.com uh you can put your opinions in about that or any any of our previous discussion topics from previous weeks you can send us in questions suggestions for future discussion topics or games you want rena to design so just give us a shout and we will we will get back to you if you want to be if you feel like you want to get involved to be a guest on the show do get in touch and we will have that conversation and we'll see if we can get something working yeah so speaking of we're going to move on to uh community yes. involvement uh good friend robin bates uh he was yes. on the podcast a couple of episodes ago he has written us an email and he, the subject line question and then he says and i always want to go tell me what you think about me after that which I mean, that's a common thing. I always wonder what people think about me. But anyways, he says, yes. "My question is, what game most broke your heart by opening well but descending into rubbish and/or trash?" For me, the I like first. How it... What? Sorry, I like how he used both the uh, British and American Americanism there. Rubbish and trash. Is, this, yes. the... is it the same thing? Yes, yeah. it's just we don't use the word trash. It means the same thing. Oh, I didn't know you didn't use trash. Anyways, he says, what descending into rubbish less trash? For me, the first Mirror's Edge embodies this the most. The joy of running across rooftops, that first massive leap that really demanded you to line it up at full speed, the building music, the gleaming city offering so much promise, and then it went and stuck you inside buildings, fighting off boring enemies. 
I can barely remember the later levels, but there's a lot of being inside when it should have been about speed and momentum and being a runner. Also, big shout out to Sonic Adventure for starting well and turning to crap, turning to shit, sorry. He says, cheers from Robin. So, uh, question that most broke my heart, like I was in, I enjoyed starting it. Right now, it's either, yeah, it's it's probably The Division. The Division was was terrible. It's, It's trash. I'm sorry, it's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Do you have any, okay. like, books like that, Rita? Yeah, so I was going to completely <clears throat> just, like, skip over the whole game question. No, you can, you can go you can into do a book. Go into a book. Yeah. But yeah, it was a series. It's called The Selection. The first three books were just, like, so good. So good. I broke into tears. I was like, I had to like pause because my heart was racing. And then they had two additional books, which were like super hyped up for the fandom. And it was going into the lead character's like family and like what's happening with them. So it was like super interesting. You're like, oh, what happened? What happened? The final book ended. And you're like, why did this even need to be told? Because she just summed up everything so quick. And I hate it. I hate it. It makes me very, it makes me very angry. I, just, I hate it. I hate it. I think that's exactly what Robin was looking for, actually. Robin yes. gets me. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Do you have something like that? I've been, I've been thinking about this for ages, because obviously I've known we've had this question. And I'm really, I, I really don't know. Like, it... If it's it's really dumb and really pretentious to say I only end up ever buying good games. But like, <laughs> yeah. Of the last of the last oh. few games I've bought, I can't really think of one where it's I've I've not come out of the end of it like quite satisfied. Like I think the clo- the closest sort of situation I can come to Robin is basically the reverse of that with Life is Strange, where it starts out badly and ends very well. So. Because what? Robin, when you're listening to this, I want you to know that Nick said, I don't care what Robin asked, I'm answering a different question. <laughs> I did just... not say that at all. I tried <laughs> my best to alter Robin's question to give him a satisfactory answer. And Although I do... Pro- oh, sorry. No go. I do think that this is one of those things for, like, it's against buying the very first day that it comes out. So you can get other people's opinions first, that's, and then... That's fair. So you're telling me you've never been let down by a video game. What about that Tomb Raider game? You hated that. You did hate that. Uh, yeah, but that never that never started well. That started mediocre, and just got worse. So you have you ever been let down by a video game? Uh, I'm trying to think, even going back to, like... You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that you just... Ah, 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 ah. Half-Life 2, Episode 1. That's fair. That that is fair. Because I I randomly discovered years ago I ended up I got that for free on Steam, and um you can actually sort of it's not cheating. There is a way to play the entirety of Half Life Two through that game through console commands, and I played that game thinking people always rave about Half Life and I give it a go. I just couldn't get on with it. Half Life Two, the original one, is is it's good, it's fun. But I get you. All right, so thanks for satisfactorily yeah. answering. Robert's question this time. Oh, oh, hold, hold the phone. That is not <clears throat> so, uh, Corey on Twitter yeah. has asked us, what is your donut of choice? And then... Continuing the his, his, from last week. His, yeah, his assistant, Amanda, says, good one, I'll expand and ask for type and brand. Whoa! Again, assistant? given their husband and wife, I don't know they would quite agree, quite agree with the uh, assistant and... Did I say magician. assistant? Yes, you said assistant. Huh. Okay, so I'm going in with this because I <laughs> consider myself a donut connoisseur. I don't believe in brands like Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. I just don't like them. I like donuts from little mom and pop shops where they wake up in the morning and they just go Feel and make like some donuts. Daddy. Yeah. And they're just fabulous. So, my donut of choice, it can either be a round donut or a bar donut that has custard in the middle and chocolate on top 
That's pretty standard. Those are my favorites. You don't like it too complicated? Just No, I mean, like, I like also give me some sprinkles, but... Sprinkles. Sprinkles are not often put on bar custard-filled donuts. It's got to be sprinkles, not sprinkles. Yes. Sprinkles. Yes. Sprinkles. All right, cool. So, those yes. are my favorite ever. Nick? Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Rena. I've got a soft spot for sort of conventional, just like supermarket custard donuts. Are always pleasant. No super. But if you are if you are forcing me to pick a brand and a type, I don't even know if they still make it anymore. But Krispy Kreme did used to do a donut that had apple like sauce in the middle with cinnamon on top, and it was amazing. Huh. But um, yeah, I don't have donuts very often. I I'm just. So what we do, my friend and I roulette. We buy like six to eight donuts. And they're all different fancy types. Sometimes it's Oreo or sometimes it's like Captain Crunch. And we just cut them up. And we have pieces of each donut. So we get a little taste of each donut. And that way you get a large variety. And that's that how you eat donuts. The, that overwhelms the palate and you can't taste no, no. individual one. No, no. <laughs> no, no. So no. I'm going to disappoint a lot of people. I'm just, I'm not a huge donut fan. Except for powdered donuts when we go camping. Well, even still, like, you know, I guess, I guess I didn't think about those because um, mini donuts are in every way better than full-size donuts to me. And I prefer the the small donuts. You, you like cake donuts. That are... Yeah, cake donuts that, cake that donuts. are coated uh, yeah, in chocolate. They are very good. I know exactly what you mean. I'm so, yeah, I didn't think they gotta they have to be chocolate dipped. The powdered is yes. good, but chocolate dipped is so much chocolate with chocolate dipped little tiny donut. Those I'll eat like bags and bags and bags of. But like a regular full size donut or even donut holes, I'm just I'll eat like maybe a, a donut uh, like every four months or something. Like I don't, I'm not a donut person. I need to get some more yeah, donuts. It's because the mini, because the mini donut, you don't feel as bad having like five. It's just better. It just yeah. tastes better. This is why well, you get they pieces taste different. Of each donut. Different. I think Rena's figured out with the pieces of each donut, the mini. I, I the know she's, she's hacked. She's hacked the donut yeah. industry again. Like, life, donut, life hack. Donut connoisseur, guys. I hate that phrase, but yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think that's all we have for this week. You guys have yes. anything else? Anything you no, want to think of? No, I don't. No. Um, well, that was a good many, talk. Don't, don't eat too many donuts, kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> eat all the donuts, kids. Seriously, tweet us, email us. Yes. Uh, tweet us at GWBpod and email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. And please let yes. us know what you think about Don't Go Brexit, My Heart, as well as uh, what you think of handheld gaming and things like that. Hey, guess what? We're on iTunes. Uh, yeah. I just we checked our iTunes and apparently we don't have enough reviews even though all 13 of our well now this is episode 13 all 13 of our episodes yeah. are up there if you guys want to you can definitely listen to us on iTunes you don't have to go to the yeah. um, the Podbean and download it you can right. actually subscribe to iTunes subscribe to Google Play subscribe to Stitcher's Pocket Casts wherever yes. you think you need to find our podcast it's out there yeah. um, and if it's not uh, yeah, let uh, us yeah. know yeah, if, specifically if you have any problems with iTunes, I've been sort of dealing with that stuff. So yeah, if it has problems of like the feed isn't refreshing, I this sounds strange, but I am subscribed to our own podcast so I can check that things like that works. If you have any problems, let me know and I'll go shout at iTunes. Yeah, so please um, feel free to download us anywhere. And if you feel like it, let us know what you think. Um, yep. Podbean doesn't do the best of giving us like ratings or reviews, but we want to know if you like us, if you don't like us, if you think we're pretty mediocre, yep. whatever, because yeah. we want to make us, uh, we want to yep. make it better and deliver the best content to you guys. So, and I would, and, all, and um, in your reviews, we we also quite nice to know how you actually find us because uh, so we can work out better ways to expand and get more people aware of us. Like, do you find out about us through other podcasts? Do you find out about us through Twitter? Through an accidental Google? Bottom line, we just want to talk to the listeners because you guys are awesome and we love you. So, thanks yeah, for that. And we're lonely. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter as MajesticSteed55 and Steam as Scrub10,000. Uh, where can they find you at, Nick? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at another GMG blog. You can find me on Steam as Merciful Fate. You can find me on PSN as Merciful Fate underscore 497, but I don't use it very often. You can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. You uh, you can re go there to read my uh, slightly shorter than normal Just Cause 3 review, which I, I will also put a separate link up for in the release notes, so enjoy that. And yeah, feel free to tell me stuff about that. You can leave a comment at the end of any of all of my reviews, and I will certainly get back to you. Uh, Rena, where can people find you? Follow me on Instagram. Still reading 238. Truth. Yep. Let's get kinds of our cakes and workouts and stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We will Bye. see you next week, I think. Bye. 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 Bye.